And boom, just like that, we're going. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Belanger. Today's episode is brought to you by Generous United. If you didn't know by now, Generous United, local company, born right here in Atlantic Canada. What they want to do, their goal, their mission, they want to make sure that healthcare is more affordable and that you're going to be able to afford your prescription drugs. It doesn't really matter what form of health care it is. You know, we could all use a little bit of help every now and then when it comes to the healthcare world. Maybe you want to save on massages, dental care, acupuncture. It doesn't really matter what. Generous United will make sure that you are saving some money on your prescription drugs so you're able to afford the other things. I want to make sure you head on over to generousunited.ca. That's G-E-N-R-U-S United dot C-A. See if there's any products that Generous United has for you. They will team up with your pharmacist. They will make sure that they are giving you a free tentative service that will allow you to save money on your prescription drugs. Great benefit from Generous United that I love is that they're helping out small companies here in Atlantic Canada that can't afford health care for their employees. We all know this pandemic is kind of over, kind of not. To be honest, nobody really knows what's going on. I'm not, I'm not going to say here. I know what's going on. But I do know within this pandemic, we could all use a little bit of financial help. That's why Generous United is here for you. doesn't matter if it's you, a loved one, a family member. Generous United wants to make sure that you don't struggle when it comes to your prescription drugs. Okay, one more time. That's GenerousUnited.ca. G-E-N-R-U-S United dot C-A. Today's episode is also brought to you by Osprey Ridge Golf Course. 45 minutes to an hour outside the city. Depends who's driving in front of you. If you ask me, I could probably get there in 30 minutes, but you get on that one-lane highway and then you got someone going 90 in front of you. Anyway, that's not part of the what I'm talking about. 45 minutes to an hour outside of the city. It is a Graham Cook-designed course, okay? It is family-owned. Have you ever been in a family-owned business? They take pride in it. So what does Osprey Ridge do? They take pride in the fairways, the greens, the clubhouse, one of my personal favorites of the club brand new renovated patio so when you're done golf go up to the patio grab some beer grab some nacho sandwiches hot dog whatever floats your boat and then you can look over some of the holes as people finish their rounds ninth hole 18th hole first hole uh, it's a beautiful course i'm up there i don't want to say every weekend but i'm up there as much as i can be maybe probably every second weekend and uh, whenever i go with my friends and family we just have a blast it's a great time okay so osprey ridge Get up there, enjoy it before the summer is over. Today on the High Button Podcast, we have one other, excuse me, not one other, uh, none other than Eddie Robinson. Eddie is probably, I don't know, this might be his fourth time coming on, eh, maybe third, I don't really know what it is to be honest, but uh, Eddie probably came on for the first time like three, four years ago. Um, I found out that he was living here in uh, Halifax or Bedford, sorry, and um, I found out that he played for the Bulls, not only the Bulls, the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, he played for the Rain Men here in Halifax as well for a year. Uh, and he's just an interesting guy. I love talking to him. He grew up in a part of the world that I really know nothing about, all the way down in Flint, Michigan. Um, and he had a little bit of a rough upbringing. And, you know, myself, I, I'm not going to sit here in front of you. I didn't have like that rough of an upbringing. Like I, I was pretty comfortable as a kid, but I love hearing stories about the come up and the grind and the hustle of how to essentially make it out of a situation that isn't that fortunate and turn it, flip it 100%, not 100%, flip it 180, 360 is a circle. Yeah. So flip it 180 
to get out of a situation that maybe not be the best and allow yourself to prosper and go on to play in the NBA and make millions of dollars. And I think that's a rare thing to do. Not a lot of people can turn to a, a professional athlete. It's a tough thing. I tried. I couldn't do it. Uh, but nonetheless, I love having Eddie over on the podcast. He's a great guy to talk to. Uh, he actually runs his own basketball school here in uh, here in the HRM. So we're definitely going to talk to him about that and see where the youth is right now in basketball in uh, in Atlantic Canada. We all know a couple of names that are coming out of uh, Nova Scotia that are going to the NBA. Nate Darling, Wigington's there. So it's uh, it's it's going to be a good podcast. I love talking to Eddie. I'm Justin. This is the High Button Podcast. Here we go. You know what comes next. <laughs> Boom, we're going, Eddie. How are you? I'm good. How you doing? Good, man. I feel like, how many, when was the first time you think you came on this thing? What was three years I was, ago? I was going to guess three. I swear I was. It was my parents' house. Yeah. That's what I love the I love the process of this podcast and yeah, seeing yeah. where the relationships start and like where they go. And I was saying, this is like the fourth time you've been on. Yeah, it's like, it's like the neighborhood. We, we day ones. Day one. <laughs> yeah, we day ones. <laughs> Well, I love having you here, man. You, oh, yeah. you, you know that. I, I always appreciate your time. I know you're busy. You're uh, you're a father. You're a husband. You're a, you're a man of many traits. So anytime you get to come over, I do appreciate it. Oh yeah, it's good. I lo- I love coming on here. You know, we always have a blast. It's a good downtime. A way, to, a little reason to get away from my little ones, right? Well, the my air, little one. Yeah, and little, the big one. <laughs> <laughs> and the air conditioning too. I can't even be outside right now. It's so hot. Oh, it's it's whew, it's it's heated. And I, I trained in this weather. Yeah, I think yesterday I was in this weather. Scorched. I wasn't even doing nothing. I'm wetter than the players. <laughs> where, where are you training <laughs> yeah, at? Uh, you know, I do mobile training, right? So I'll pull up to your house. If you ain't got a rim at your house, we go to the, the nearest school to your house, and then we get it in. <laughs> so that's that's more, it's actually more, works out better for the parents, right? Because they don't have to worry about dropping their kid off or figuring a time out. They're just at home, right? Oh, yeah. Walk to the walk to the schools, usually a school right where these kids live at, right? I feel like that's very similar to your upbringing, how, like, you learned how to play basketball. It's just, like, find the nearest whatever and just, like, play. Yeah, yeah, 24-7. You know, I grew up on the chains. We had the chains on the rim, popping chains. What do you mean, like, the mesh? Like it was No, like, the, the net was a chain. Yeah, like, not the mesh. It was net. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was chain, it was sorry. chain, yeah, yeah. Did that ever hurt so your fore? Yeah, dunking, right? So I would dunk outside when I was coming up, right? Yeah. Because it, you're busting your hands open because you, or you, or your fingers get caught up in that in that chain, right? And your body weight, that chain ain't going nowhere. <laughs> your fingers coming off or something, <laughs> you know. So I used to just throw it in. Why didn't they put mesh in there? I have no idea. Maybe because we played in the winter time. In Michigan? Yeah, we played all year round when I'm from outside. Still popping the chain, got ice on it. <laughs> I wish I could put. I wish I could have had a microphone up by the rim, like how they do in the NBA, just to hear that noise. Ching. <laughs> There's no sound like that. <laughs> Guys playing basketball in the winter in yeah. Michigan. You got a jacket on? Yeah, snowsuit <laughs> and gloves. It's the longest you think you've ever shoveled played. the court off. Sounds like you're playing hockey. Kind of. <laughs> like- just no ice. <laughs> Still cold in the mud, right? How what's the what's the, like the longest you think you've ever played outside in a cold game in Michigan? How many Maybe hours? Maybe a couple of hours. Not too long. Cuz once you get to sweating, right? So maybe maybe 2 hours at the most. How much fun is it playing in those like uh, Ruckerson Park in New York, right? Now, what part of New York is that? 
Rutgers? Rutgers. I have no idea. So there's a cool documentary. Not even documentary. It's just like a YouTube video I watched one day. Yeah, Rucker Park, yeah. And they were talking about Dr. J, and he started to build a name up there, and he started to build like a bunch of fans, and there was random schools around this basketball park, and people would go on top of the schools like just to yeah, watch him yeah, play. Yeah. And I always thought that that would be such a cool thing to do, to be able to go to a park and people know your name. People know who you are. People go to see you. And when I talk about your story and growing up in Michigan and how you built a name for yourself, was it ever a cool feeling like going to some of these hometown parks and knowing, oh, wow, there's Eddie's coming over. Okay, we got to pick it up. Did, were you aware of that, that talk behind your back? Or did you just not let it phase you and you just went and, I guess, did what you did? I mean, what's crazy is because, like, I could show up in a park and, and nobody would know who I was. <laughs> right, they, because they they they're not assuming the NBA player is going to walk up to this court, <laughs> let alone hoop. Right? You mean to this day or back then? I mean back then and to this day. Yeah. Like like I'll give you an example. Right. <clears throat> I was working my one kid out rowing, and he lives off um what is that Montebello? Okay. Montebello area, and there's a court there, right? So it was packed, right? So there was no way we was going to get training in, right? So I was like, and then. I was like, man, we, let's just get out here and play, right? So I was gonna just try to get him some get some work in, right? But he didn't he didn't want to play, right? So I ended up playing, and and nobody still knew who I was until it was, yeah, until it was hoop time, and and the things I was doing, they was like, oh wait a minute, you had to you had to play you had to play somewhere. Who are you? It it takes that part, right? It's not the initial co eye contact. It's when I play. Oh wait a minute, wait a minute, you played somewhere. Wait a minute, wait a minute, who are you? Then they start looking at me closer with the, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? And then that's how I let them know. <laughs> but I'm out here serious, though. <laughs> you know, 100%. So that's what's going to make a max. Yeah? Yeah, because I'm out here serious. 100%, you know when you leave that court, they're Googling. And oh, yeah. You oh, know yeah. that, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and we play like three on three. I, I didn't lose a game. I don't do no losing. And I think the rim was like one of those little rims, like maybe seven feet at the most so i was just basically shooting all threes <laughs> getting the, we was going to seven get the game over quick next next <laughs> and then and then they looking at me like oh he trains too yeah i can get you like this oh yeah so that's so it's great for me to put that display on and then once they get to asking like yeah yeah and i trained i was supposed to train him but y'all y'all hogging the courts and i don't i don't i don't take over no court like that you know what i'm saying so if they're if it's if it's full, we either wait. But at the capacity that that was at that court, uh, we wouldn't go never get no workout in. How did that work in Michigan when you were younger with the court hogging? Do you have to wait your turn, or is it if you're good enough to play, you're good enough to play? How did that work? Well, we, well I mean, we picked teams, right? But it was or sometimes guys didn't get picked and they had to go home. Uh, I think no, everybody plays. You I know, did. it got to a point where. I remember, I remember when I was coming up, like, we used to come in with five. No, that's our five. We finna kill all day. <laughs> you know, so once they started seeing that happen, it, the shit looked unfair to people, right? They was like, ah, oh, man, how y'all y'all keep getting the same team? Boom, boom, boom. I'm like, man, we, we come in the gym together like this, 10, 15 deep. So, yeah, this is our team. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, and then it got to a point where people was complaining. And this is at Burston Fieldhouse. Now you got to go in and sign your name down. So whoever, whoever's, you know, could be any five you, that you're going to be with. So basically when you're signing up, you don't know what team you're going to be on. You're just putting your name down. Then that next person's putting their name down. Then that next person's putting their name down. So 
you playing with. And it's serious to where, like, you don't want to be playing with just anybody. Because when you lose, she, bye-bye. <laughs> it's too packed. You don't want to sit around and be, now you're back at number 50. <laughs> when you lose, you go to number 50. That's probably about how many people in there. And them games is serious. So one game might take an hour. That game point, oh, that's going to take a while. Foul, 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 foul. You got to figure out a way to get off a shot without getting fouled to win a game. And that, and that, and that, that was in my game. Like, oh, I got to make this shot because I don't want to foul. We get fouled, and they ain't gonna give you the foul. <laughs> I remember play. I like when I used to play with my buddies up at Canada Game Center. It would just be our buddies. So we, I don't even know what a foul is in basketball. And I think a lot of people in the NBA still don't know what a foul is. Man, I see these guys double teaming in, in NBA summer summer runs. Like, really? That's mind blowing. In pickup games, I think I saw Devin Booker complaining about that. Y'all really double teaming in summer league? I think somebody said, "Hell yeah!" I was like, "Man, come on, man, let him cook. Work on your defense." <laughs> Did you ever play in a summer league when you were in the NBA? No, I'm actually when I came in in '99. <clears throat> With the Hornets, our summer league was in Atlanta. And that's when I was um, the first guy that was actually doing workouts before everybody else because of what happened, right? So, yeah, I worked out for so many teams. My last last two teams was Charlotte. I mean, my last two teams was Miami, then Charlotte. So I hurt my – I pulled both groins in Miami, fucking with Pat Riley. No. So, so, coach. I mean, I, I barely made it through my workout. No, I don't mean like One that. Would, huh? I, I mean like off, like off season workout, like the Drew League, like the summer. Oh no, league. I don't do that. You didn't do that? No, I didn't do none of that. Why I was not? supposed. To, I, I mean, I take my summers off. Really? Yeah, I'm. 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 I'm I ain't no telling where I'm at. <laughs> off season for me is off season. I, I'm not working on nothing. My my game too confident. I'm too confident in my game. Be- and I know the shots. <clears throat> I know the shots I'm getting. Jump shots and dunks. Shit, I don't need to work on that. I've been shooting this ball since I was in the third grade. Not saying that training is bad, but I, I came up without that. So just imagine if I had training. I, I might have been an all-star. <laughs> it is true. I'm, I, I might have made more money. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hint to you youngsters out there. Hope y'all listening. I just gave y'all some food. It's true. You yeah. think about the resources that you had coming up, very little. Yeah, and, and that training, that, that one-on-one training, depending on who that's with, that's the whole key. Who you training with? What is his accolades? Like, cause it's a lot of, it's a lot of shit I see out here where, nah, dude. <laughs> yeah. And the, 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 my training, every kid will tell you. And if they bring a friend, look, he's going he's gonna to talk to you barely a million times. Yeah, because you got to get this shit. Yeah, so I'm I'm over. That's why my that's why my my sessions are prolonged like that because I'm gonna do a lot of talking. I don't care how good you are. I'm gonna fix something. You gonna learn something, like you know what I'm saying. So that that's that's what it is. It's good that you're able to recognize what needs to be fixed. Yeah, I see I see everything. I was gonna say, and it's crazy, and they know that. I see it because I'm looking at it. I know I don't know anything about basketball, but I know the things that you're talking about that the average fan might see. But the guy that plays the game, 
Yeah. Just like I'll give like an example in hockey. It's like if you chip a ball, a chip, a chip a puck off the boards past a defenseman that's coming at you, there's a thing called a beautiful chip past pressure. And it's right. something that's so hard to teach, something that's so hard not to defend against, but something that's a lot of people can't get the grasp of. But the average mm-hmm. fan might not get that. But when I watch basketball, I watch it as a fan because I've never played and I can only imagine the amount of detail that goes into a basketball game and into a basketball player yeah, that I don't know about. Yeah, and it's 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 footwork. I just posted a I just posted a clip from a WNBA game. And the girl came down, she got a rebound, she came down, she came down, she slowed down, made a move, boom, went behind her back, pump fake, the girl jumped, one, two, layup, footwork. <laughs> yeah. Most kids, now if that was a kid from here, they're going flying to the basket. She had patience. That set that move. I, I tried to teach the kids, you got to have patience. You can't go into a move 100 miles an hour. And that's why I posted that clip. I was watching the WNBA game, right? Yeah. And I recorded that. I was like, huh, because she got the ball, she came at her opponent, she slowed down. Okay, I got to size you up. I make a move. I got to get you off balance. You bit, boom, now I make another move. Now you're recovering. Now if I look like I'm going to shoot because the what you're coming from point A to now recovery, now your body and your momentum is going towards me, you're going to fall for anything because you're off balance. Boom, she fell for it. One, two, layup. She wouldn't have got that just flying to the basket. She probably would have ended up in the stands. <laughs> you know, and I try to teach these players, here, control. Can't go, you can't attack at 100 miles an hour. How much does core have to do with that? You say footwork, but I feel when your body's moving, your core has to be strong. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got to do them sit-ups. Yeah. To be that, that helps with your reaction to things. Boom, move left, boom, left, move right. You know, your your core. That's one of the first things I think Eddie Jones told me. Boy, work on that core. Get that core right. Get, do them crunches. And I was like, sir, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> right, any little thing I can, you know, anything that I can gain. And that's and that's what's great about, you know, coming in with such a a veteran squad. Oh, that's bad. that's that's the greatest situation you want to be in, because now they've been there, done that. You ain't been there, done that yet. But since they have, now they can tell you, do this, do that. Boom, do this, do that. Work on this, work on that. Do you know what I'm saying? So that's what was great for me in Charlotte. Did you struggle with the physicality of the NBA when you first came in the league? Because no. it's so physical back then compared to now. No, not at all. No? I mean. Elbow every now and then? I mean, that part, I mean, I was used to that because I've been playing against grown men. Remember when I told you no, I was yeah. coming out? I've been, I've been beat up already. But, you know, Anthony Mason was a different animal. That's why I always bring him up. He was the strongest guy I ever played in the league, right, because I used to fight him every morning. <laughs> His son played for or still plays for. He played here, I his, think, last a couple years yeah, ago. Yeah, well, whenever the they, team was here yeah, last. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, I, I, can't, I, I don't know where he's at. I just asked him where he was playing at, too, because that kid's always over, all over the world playing basketball, right? Nice kid. He's and on I the podcast. With, yeah, and I keep up with him, right, just to, you know, because that's my man's son, right? So I keep up with him. Anyway, so the physicality of it came naturally to you because yeah. childhood, you, you grew up playing against men. I mean, yeah, and you come in, you come in getting on the weights, though. What do you mean? They put you in, a, in yeah, the gym yeah. when you get there? Yeah, you lifting when you lifting during the season. Did you do that before you got to the NBA? No, did you lift? I didn't lift nothing. So how did you how do you gain muscle? I mean, I was just wiry strong, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was just wiry strong, right? And you know, I, I was I was just strong though. Anyway, 
Nah, just get came to you. Yeah, and, and then just think about just think about my era, which helped me too, because you know we had the hand checking rule. What's that? So I mean, if you got by me, I I can hit you and slow your ass down. You ain't blowing by me, I can pow. Sort of what, sort of. So that's why FIBA, you know, the Olymp the Olympic Games are. Yeah. You got to adjust because they play that rule over there. They play the hand checking rule. It's physical. So that's why I was that's why I was tough for the USA, right? Mm. Not that not that they didn't play great or they was this and they was that. It was just a different a different environment, a different a different set of rules that they're not accustomed to. So they're used to feeling and going to shoot the ball in the league. That touch that touch foul. You're not getting that shit over there. So the referee is like, hey man, ain't no foul over here. <laughs> so I think once they once they once they understood and established, okay, th this is what it is. We, we we know we better than these guys. Like we just gotta focus on the rules of how the game is played. You know, because some of them guys not used to that. Yeah. You know, so once they, I mean, they're smart enough to do that. They're professional, so they adjust and gold medal. Do you think that the dream team, excuse me, the dream team dominated so well because they played at an era where the NBA was tougher? So when they did get to the Olympics, they absolutely dominated. Do you think that had anything to do with it? Obviously, those guys were incredible and amazing, the best of all time. But yeah, but yeah, but I think the I think the playing field is is kind of it's kind of even a little bit because you got some pros that play with their country, right? So that kind of evens it a little bit, but. With the USA, you just got all pro, you know, all NBA players. So they have an edge there, yeah. right? So while you're subbing a guy that's probably not a pro, every time they sub, it's a pro, it's a pro, it's a pro, it's a pro. For you, it may be every, you know, couple subs that, that you might have a pro, right? But with the USA, it's every time, and it's the the best players. So I and you know I saw the slander that people were saying about the USA team. It's like you, these are and people got to stop getting caught up in the times. They think a blowout. They think a blowout is supposed to happen every time. Do you know it would take one point to win a game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? We get so caught up in no, it should be a blowout. You remember when Michael Nim? This ain't Mike Nim. Yeah. That's 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 what people get caught up in. You know, so they won the gold, and that's it. I don't care if they won by one point. They won. That's all it takes. So I think the the, the matter of that they won winning in by 20 and 30 and 40 and 60 and 70 <laughs> like back in the day, no, you're not going to get that because you got so many talented guys Yeah. that you have to balance out. You I know what you. I mean? I know, I know what From you a mean. coach's standpoint, like that's yeah. crazy to be Popovich and then y'all want to say Popovich, y'all want to try to blame the coach. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Well, speaking of the development of not just the NBA, but basketball, you know, you've played basketball since you were, I don't know how old, but for a long time. Yeah, yeah. And now you get to see like the Olympics, you know, a, a national event. Maybe you could talk about the development of the game of basketball across the world. One thing that surprised me was um, uh, the Michael Jordan documentary on Netflix. What was it called again? Last Dance. The Last Dance, when they went to Paris and the, the scrum in Paris for Michael. and Not that I don't think France is huge for basketball, but just seeing back in the 90s a mob of people for Michael. But just thinking about where basketball was, I don't know, 30 years ago to where it is now and how you're saying almost every team in the Olympics has a pro on the bench or on the roster or whatever. You've seen it, like I said, from 20 years ago to now. Talk about just basketball and how far it's come. I mean, it's come, it's come very far and it's still going because – like 
you look at the champions, Giannis from Greece. Like it's not, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it, the faces are changing. It's becoming more cultural. You know, so, you know, the, 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 I think, I think by some of them having the edge over NBA players because they play pro first. They don't go to college. They go like Tony Parker. They so they, they like Luca. Just like the statement Luca said, man, it's easy for me. I understand why he can say that because you got to think about the rule changes and what he's what he, he's a, he's accustomed to playing the dirty, tough basketball that they play overseas, right? So now he's coming from an era. He's coming from. You know, a background where and and he's played pro. I don't know what age he turned pro already. Probably what, fifteen? <laughs> he go pro early over there, right? Fifteen, sixteen years old, he's already a pro. We're not pros yet at that age. We're in college. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I never thought of it from While that we're in college, they're playing professional, getting paid, uh, already got a bit the business part down. Agent. A, I mean, you know what I'm saying, agent. What you know, all of that. So, we we come into that later. It's true. And learn it later. Like we gotta find this. We gotta find that. We gotta find everything that they already found at 15. <laughs> I never. Thought We're in our 20s. <laughs> yeah. They're so far ahead. That's why Dirk can come over here and do. You know what I'm saying? Skill wise, and you can tell they they you can and you can tell that's what they work on over there. What do you mean work on? Skill. Footwork. They come over here with that Euro confusing us. <laughs> wait, wait, that's travel. That's ref, that's travel. No, it ain't. You think about it. No, you gotta look at that. Look at that. Oh, you're right. Well, that, that was a hell of a move. Ginobili came over here with that. <laughs> that was the first guy I see doing it crazy. Ginobili. Yeah. Yeah, first guy I see doing that Euro. It was sick with it. Tough, and he was, and he played the game so relaxed and just like it was nothing. Yeah, been a pro. It's crazy how the internet comes about, and now these young guys, there's an option. I remember for oh, to, I love to, it. to translate it to hockey. Everyone here wants to play for the Mooseheads, like, like yeah, yeah, low, yeah. but not a lot of people know about Boston College, Boston University. Go out play in Arizona, Denver, and the mm -hmm. college route. Not that they're getting paid, or I guess technically now in yeah, you do get paid, different. but there's so much more option now because of the internet. Back then, did you even think of when you were younger, like Europe being an option? Did anyone even come up to you and go, Eddie, you want to go make 100K over in France this year as a 17-year-old? Like, I'm sure that never happened to nah. you. But imagine it if you were... More, it was more college. But I bet that could happen to you now. You, you're telling yeah, me yeah. right now if you're not 16, 17-year-old Eddie oh, in Michigan, yes. someone goes, you want to yeah. go to Europe and make 100K? Yeah, I'm not going to school. Yeah, yeah, it was a kid It was a kid that didn't go to college, and he went He went overseas. LaMelo Ball? Yeah, he was one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, yeah, a, exactly. Why, why didn't I say his name? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a Hampton kid, right? R.J. Hampton yeah, something? Yeah, he was in my head, so uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But I forgot LaMelo even did that. Yeah, that's, you know, yeah, so... You know, so yeah, I love, I love, I love that these young kids have these options now, and that the college, you know, is giving them the opportunity to, pr you know, promote themselves, and market themselves and make money, because shit, they bringing all the money. When you come sit in them stands, you're going to see that kid you saw on the internet. Do you see? Some That's why you're going to the game. Do you see some of these games in 
like high school games in California. Oh yeah, the fans. Yeah, they fill a school gym with like fifteen hundred people. That's the game, man. They they. That's basketball. That shit. That shit is. It's the shit. The coolest sport, I think, is basketball. When you watch an NBA commercial. And you got a little rap music in the back, and you see a guy who's six foot five flying through the air, dunking a ball. Yeah. But they do it slow mo. It is so hard to replicate that. Don't get like you got the OBJ catch on the end zone. Like that's great, but that happens just like once every now and then. Hockey, okay, sure, you got a guy going through the legs, back door, top left. That's cool. Don't get me wrong, but there's something about a guy flying through the air, slow mo. Little music in the background. And then they somehow speed it up to a guy like lifting a championship trophy. It's such a marketable sport. I think it's one of the coolest sports in professional sports. It's the, it's, it's, the, it's so cool. It's the it's the it's the best sport in the world. You know, you look at all those injuries with football. A lot of parents are shying away from that. Mm. I mean, you look at you know. I think you know basketball, baseball. You know, sports you can just you can walk away from the same way you came in. Mm. You know, those those are the sports I want my kids playing. Mm-hmm. Play some shit you can walk away from normal. Just like you came in there normal, I want you to walk away normal. You may have a, yeah, you might have a, some some fingers and some ankles and some, some, some knees, but he you, walking away. You walked in here fine. Oh, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I can go who right now. <laughs> um, what was your reaction to uh, NBA, or not, NCAA players getting paid? Oh, I love it. Because that's who that's who's making the money, the players, especially football, because they 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 have a bigger audience. They get millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars, and then you got you got silly shit happening on campus. A kid smokes a joint. No, not even that. Stole some <laughs> shit. Stole a laptop. But he's producing millions of dollars for a college, and he stole a laptop. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit don't make sense when you think about it. Coach, I'm hungry. Coach, I'm, this school is making millions off of me, but I'm hungry. That, like think like that's the type. Of, that's how I look at that shit. Like, come on, man. Like every and 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 every kid come in there ain't soup ain't ain't, ain't spoon fed like that. But he get in trouble for he. But the coach get in trouble for taking the kid out to get something to eat. Come on, man. That shit's stupid to me. You want to violate a school for that? Feeding a kid. But this kid is pro- producing millions of dollars for this school. You want to find me because I took him to Burger King. <laughs> as far as you went, yeah, as far as you going. That wouldn't have been funny unless he said Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I said Burger King. <laughs> and be- also because that's what I ate all through my college. So, that, yeah, I had to put Burger King out there. I've been eating that shit for years. <laughs> just not one vegetable throughout your whole college career, eh? Uh, just all just, Burger just King. Just all fast food. Just, just man. Just, that's what that's what's in them pockets. That's all I can get. <laughs> do you remember any stories from your college days of where it's a grind and you're like, man, I don't have any money to do this. How am I gonna do? Oh uh, yeah, man. I remember at Brown Mackey the first at Brown Mackey shit. We we eating hot dogs, ramen noodles. This was but this ain't but this ain't, but this ain't the school that uh, that was making millions off of us. <laughs> <laughs> this is a this is a, a business school that don't even supposed to have a team. So I understand that. Like you know what I mean? So I'm like, damn. So, you know, so that that helped the grind, you know, getting getting out of that and but yeah. That was the motivation. 
but just being away from where I'm from, shit, nothing, nothing was worse than that. <laughs> really? Yeah. You like that? I take the noodles and all that hot dog shit because look where I, did, I end up going. It's just, you know what I'm saying? So, but that's just what it was on that junior college level, right? They ain't, they ain't, they ain't, they ain't got them funds like that. Sure, it's noticeable too when you're traveling. Yeah, and these are and these and these kids on this level, you know, they come with they come with baggage. <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, just just I mean, think about the junior college route. I mean, I went because I dropped out of high school. A lot of kids, and then one of my my cousin, I always talk, I always call my best friends my cousin, right? Because I feel like we family, right? So you hear a lot of a lot of people from Flint saying, "Oh, that's my cousin," because yeah, that's how you feel about him, right? Yeah. You got love for him, right? Yeah. So, I mean, he he could have he could have he could have went D one out of um, out of high out of high school, but he got in trouble, what you know, you with, with 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 drugs. So I think I I kind of so JUCO was kind of like that second chance school because of you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying so yeah so yeah so a lot of that's why you've seen a lot of a lot of not not that like it doesn't it's not the talent you ain't in junior college because of your talent something happened <laughs> grades you got in trouble with the law yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying you was just a badass kid or whatever whatever now you're trying to change your life like me you it could be none of that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not like everybody's situation is not the same, but it, it's go, it's a situation. You know what I'm saying? Be, and you know what I'm saying? And back versus with the players that I came up with, the Lee Nalins, the the Sean Marions, the you know Steven Jacksons. Like we, you know these dudes. So yeah, so these are guys that 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 played in junior college, amongst others. That you know. Have you ever seen the documentary Last Chance You on Netflix? You know, I was I was trying to get into that, but I I, I didn't have time to actually get into it. It's good. Watch it. Watch like an episode. It's good. Yeah, yeah. It's just a bunch of like People's kids telling me about it. Yeah, yeah. Just like whatever story you were just telling me, it's very similar to the stories that are on that show. It's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, kids, we they got issues, right? Big thing was like I, the big thing about that show was like the coaching staff, like they were more than just coaches. Yeah, that's what you gotta have. You but, gotta have a, a, a father figure. That yeah, and, well yeah, put. That's exactly. what it was. That's yeah, exactly, yeah. And because when you when you when you come off as that. And then you don't come off as having a uh uh what what a, a motive of your of you making it. Man, I, I want you to make it because I, I can get something from you. We we know what that we know what real love and we know what fake love is. You know what I'm saying? So they they and and they probably and and them dudes really care like that. You know what I'm saying? Be or they wouldn't be doing it. Well, it, it was miscon like it was um it was the first time some of these kids have ever been yelled at. Like, I remember there was a great player on the football team, and he was the best player by far, wide receiver, did really well. But just know, uh, you know, if, if the coach says, get down, give me 20, he goes, fuck you, and leaves. And he's like, all right, you can leave then. Go for it. The coach doesn't care. What do you want? You go. Yeah, but he was so good. The coach is like, good, you're right. Like, yelled at him. Yeah. But you could tell the kid had never been yelled at before. I don't think he had a father. It was, but such a different dynamic between a guy that cared and a guy that didn't care but wanted to see him succeed. You know what I mean? It was yeah, cool. Yeah. <clears throat> really cool. I think kids get misconstrued with the fact of what yelling really is. It's for you to pay attention and really listen, just like when you were a little kid. I can, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna use profanity. Coaches are gonna yell. That's just. That's just. That's just what it is. Yeah. And it ain't. It, it's not personal. 
<laughs> you know, I never took that shit personal. No, no, because I because I know what it is. I know I know you're trying to get me to do some shit I ain't, I should be doing. Because 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 I pay attention to because all those situations happen. You just have to pay attention to when it happened and what the outcome of it is. What is the coach saying? He got on the kid's ass, but then what did he say after that? He can, he applauded him. Good job, good job. See, y'all don't pay attention to that part. You just hear the yell. But what gave you that thick skin? How did you develop that? Because I've seen age? it. I see. I mean, first of all, coming from where I come from, I'm not finna say shit no way. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm not trying to get sent home. First, okay. that's first and foremost. Okay. And then just being detailed and just learning, and and that's how you pick up on what to do and what not to do. Not boxing out gonna get your ass yelled at. So I'm finna box out. So you're a visual learner. Yeah. You, that, I mean, that's just what it is. I, I, I had like, that by little. That's how I got out of the fucking trap. I'm, <laughs> I'm seeing what I'm not supposed to be doing. Why would I join? And this is what I can't fathom. I don't understand gangs. I don't understand gangs because that shit is so global. Like, you can't even, like, and you see it with our artists, our our music artists, our rappers. You claiming this shit. How can you expect to go over here where they don't like that and, and, and not expect something to happen? Like like the whole the whole Biggie situation. I'm not, Puff, what, Puff, what is we going to California for? We, East, we got a whole East Coast, West Coast beef. But you want to go to L.A. to promote an album? Somewhere where we're not welcome? That, why would you do that? People don't think logically. That little money ain't nothing, man. Come on, man. You, you promoting in LA, man. People in LA gonna hear that album when you put it out, no matter where you are. This music is global now, like that. You know what I mean? So, so that's what I don't understand. Like the whole gang shit is 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 sad, man. And that's what leads to a lot of uh, these young kids being murdered in these streets, man. Mm. That gang shit, crazy. Man. I never joined that shit. But that's what fascinates me about you so much. Because you can't. Because you you can't you can't identify the enemy. You don't know who you don't know who you don't know who your enemy is, mm. and they come in your neighborhood. You'd be like, "Shit, who is?" By the time you say, "Who is that?" It's too fucking late, <laughs> man. Who? Pop, pop, pop. Nope. You gone. You see it on the internet. A, a kid sitting in the sitting in his car on Facebook Live talking shit. Next thing you know, what do you hear? Pop, 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 pop. What do you see? The phone screen. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Enemies, enemies you can't identify with is something you can't be. You, you're not gonna win in that game. Yeah. Now, if you're right. now some rappers, they know how to move the right way. You know, what I'm saying and, and orchestrate it the right way where they can go in the city and come out. You know what I'm saying? But those are the smart ones. When you hire... That hire real fucking security. Well, that was my question. When and you... that's another thing. What? Security don't make you weak. Hmm? Security don't make you weak. The police... Man, listen. If I'm an artist nowadays, I, I won't... Wherever I'm at, HPD, I need them officers with me when I walk into this venue. You ain't touching me, man. I got the real police with me. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron James coming in the club. Guess with who? If he's in New York, NYCPD. If he's in Houston, HPD. I seen him in Houston when he was playing with Cleveland back in what was that? 
back his, his first year. That's what the uh, what was that? 2003, yeah. Larry Hughes, my dog. Good boy, you got a good memory over there. See, he's here for a reason. 2003, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 2003, when Larry Hughes is on the team, right? I met him down at the spot. I met him down at the club. Brian, I want to meet you, man. Brian, I want to meet you. So, I, you know, I'm, 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 I'm smelling a certain way, right? So I won't be going by them laws like that. I, oh, Brian over there by them people. We call the police them people, right? Okay. Oh, Brian over there by them. Ah, oh, no, I can't do that. <laughs> I live here. <laughs> oh, you were living in Houston yeah, at the time. Houston. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm living here. Like, yeah. I, like, like, no, I'm not going by no police like that. The way I'm smelling, no, come on, man. People, no, no, no. So I, I don't know if he ever felt some kind of way, like, oh, man, you Rob ain't want to meet me. Because they were telling me, man, Brian want to meet you. I was like, man, tell Brian come out in the club area. Just yeah. come out. You know what I'm saying? He was ducked off in the VIP and shit, right? Yeah. So I'm like, just tell Brian come out here where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you telling that to? Just like a mutual friend. I was one of the players. It was. It might have been Drew Gooden. Might have been Drew Gooden. Okay. <laughs> that Drew was my dude too, right? So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, man, that was crazy. I was like, man, just tell him come on this part. He wouldn't come, <laughs> come down. down to this part. <laughs> yeah, because I, I I don't do security when I go to the club. No. I'm a people, man. I'm a people's person, man. I mean, I'm 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 mingling with the, I'm mingling with the people. Yeah, but at his level, you can't blame him. Like that level, you gotta have something. Oh, I don't blame him. Yeah. Yeah, man, his level, yeah, we not the same. Like I'm from the street, so even if I, I even if I probably was on that level, I wouldn't do it. No, no, because of, because the people I'm with, that's my security. Yeah, I don't know. And 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 I'm only gonna be in it like if I'm on that level, I'm probably not gonna be where I was. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. If I need that, if I gotta do that, no, my party, like if I'm on that level, no, I'm not. Now, no, I'm not at that place. You might now I'm at Puffy party, Rick Ross parties. So where would you be? I just told you. I bet Rick Ross parties. Oh, sorry, I bet Puff okay. Daddy parties. Like it, it gotta be on that level. For you Fat to get it. Joe, out. you know what I mean? His, I heard his parties be crazy. Jamie Foxx. <laughs> those type of parties where all that ain't needed. Because mm. that environment ain't like that. There's people in here don't even know about this. The people in here got invited. Invites only. This this location ain't put out. Don't nobody even know we're here, but the people who got an invite. That's how Lil Wayne used to do his parties. That was my question. When he came, he said he came to your neighborhood and he did a, a concert, right? Yeah, he did. He did. A, he did a concert in Flint for me. So how did that go with his security and everything coming through? He, he we, we had he didn't need security. He just came with no, who did he, he come got with? Nobody. He came with he came with Cash Money Records. That's it. He with the neighborhood. He with my neighborhood. You don't need security because we ain't on that. See, that's what, I love this. We ain't on that, and the, and the and the people and the and the people go respect that, because look, this 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 we bringing this. We I bought this to y'all. This a concert for the this for the city. So nah, they ain't finna be on that. They ain't finna fuck with Lil Wayne. Gotta have the police. I ain't gotta do none of that. He with my people. We good. See, I love that. You know what I'm saying? But at the venue, at the show, oh yeah, they everywhere. <laughs> yeah. That's a different story. The venue, the event, oh, I got them everywhere. How so? What what's so different about the venue from but, when he's just But that's just that's that's a totally different that's a, just a totally different environment because now I can't control that. Cuz people are drinking. Yeah, because I don't know those people. This is just whoever these people done flew in from different different cities and and all of that. So I I don't know them. But we in my neighborhood, I know who's out here. And I know they not on that. You know what I'm saying? This is a, this is a historical moment. Yeah. This ain't y'all. Ain't nobody running up on no, you know. No, nah, we not doing that. Not my people. <laughs> <laughs> I say that. I say that's people in Flint that won't do that. 
But no, not not with that situation. Not the no, not not a venue I'm doing. No. <laughs> but at that show, shit, got him out there I, like militant militant it, army men. I want to go with you to Flint and like get in a car and bring a camera and just drive through and be like, that's where that happened. That's where that happened. That's where that happened. Yeah, I feel yeah, like you because, would just get like a million stories out of you. Yeah, because I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to put this documentary out, right? Are you? Yeah, yeah. What's this so, shirt you're wearing here? Oh, uh, this. Uh, oh, I thought it said Flint, or it does, does it? Yeah, it, it says does. Flint. Sorry, Product it says Flint. Flint. Yeah, Milo Love at three that. at three stack at three stacks, right? Instagram. He do these shirts, right? So he got, he got me and, me and Louie one made, right? So what's the documentary going to be about? Just me and my life, my, my upbringing from nine years old. I think it would be first awesome. First time I had nine years old, first time I had handcuffs on me. Nine? Yeah. What I happened? Can't, I can't tell you. Damn it. Can't just say that and then just say I can't tell you. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's, when my, that's when my story starts, from nine years old all the way up until now. Really? Yeah. But you're saving it for the documentary. Got Would you to. say it on the documentary? Oh, yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know the corner, like, where it happened? Man, like a man, con- up, man, come on, man. You know everything. I know everything. I don't, I don't, I, I know everything. It's up here. <laughs> okay, let's say you and me are cousins. So we're cousins. Well, we are cousins. We're cousins. Right. All right, we're cousins. So we fly into Flint. Right. We got 24 hours, but you got to show me, like, the culture of Flint. So let's say we land at, like, 8 a.m., but we got to leave the next morning at, like, noon. What are we doing from that morning to lunch to dinner to night? What what are we doing? We'll probably we'll, we'll, we'll probably get some food, right? So you can't just say some food. You got to say where we're going. We go, well, I mean, I ain't been in Flint. It, man, I'm, I'm, okay. I, it, it, you don't tell them what's open, right? So I, I'll try to, I'll, I'll probably take you by family house, right? We'll probably okay. go to my family house. I'll tell them put something together, right? Okay. Make it right. We'll go to the family house. I You know, I got family all in Flint. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do that, right? We ain't gonna do no fast food or nothing like that. I had that set up right, <laughs> and that's right, and that's right in certain neighborhoods, right? So you get to see that on the way. Okay. And then I'll take you probably to Burston Field House. What's that? That's where that's where I grew up playing at. But before that, I'll take you to actually where I grew up at. First house I ever lived in. Wow. First elementary school I went to, then uh, and then the other elementary school I went to where my granny lived. On Wesley Street. Wesley Street. Yeah, the number one trap in Michigan. We had a we had a guy called Juice. He was the real Juice. From like the movie, they based the character off. Uh, come somewhat, but not in that fashion. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but, but more of a more of a uh, 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 for the for the narcotics, right? I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a legend. They killed him though. Ah. Police killed him, man. That's when that's when things started changing too in my neighborhood. You said your grandmother lived on that. What was it called? Wesley Street. Wesley Street. Yeah, I got a, I got a, I got a guy, my little nephew, right? He do clothing, right? He, he, he just made a um straight off a of Wesley um hoodie. I wish I could have had it on this show, but I, I'll be getting. Them. That's cool. Yeah. So a lot of my people back at home, you know, just finding different ways to hustle to make it, right? So they, they, they in everything. I said, you know, <laughs> t-shirts, videos, music, some writing books, some producing movies, like, like. And that's something I'm going to capture in my documentary. This shit ain't just about me. It's about me, but I want people to know that basketball is just my way out. Look how creative these people are that that, that didn't play sports. Look what they did. Look what they're doing. I got it. I got it. Like you know what I'm saying. Like like one of my boys, he got a he got a dispensary. 
<laughs> is it legal there in Florida? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, it's okay. legal to grow. Yeah. So he got a dispensary. Like that's 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 crazy to me. That's like, awesome. I can't wait to get fucking back home. Walking the dispensary. That's the first place we going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tripping. I forgot about that. Let me let's start over. <laughs> oh man, that's but yeah, funny. But, but yeah, we'll go by. We'll go by. Speaking to my people's businesses and shit, like we'll pop in, right? You know, spend some money with them. That's what. That's what. That's what. I'm, that's what. That's what. That's what my plan is. So when I get this documentary, when they break bread, when they break bread, right? I want to go shop with my people, man. Go to this, go to Flint. It's, they all my people got stores and businesses. I want to help you. I want to go break that, that just and I want to awesome. go break bread with them. Oh man! But yeah, everybody's yeah, everybody's everybody got something going on. If you walked into that gym that you played basketball in for the first time and you smelt it, would you have what's it called? Nostalgic memories? Nostalgia? Nostalgia? Oh yeah, I was in, I was in there. Last time I was in there was um. I went and buried my mom, right? I popped up in there just to go hoop. A lot of them ain't know who I was. You know, it's a new generation, right? They ain't expecting me to walk in there. So I go in there and it's it's different. It's still the, it's still the same gym, right? And I just was in there like, wow, this shit crazy. And they actually, you know, done some, kept it up, kept the upkeeping on it. I think it's a new floor in there. But yeah, yeah. So, well, dude, I wish you the best with the documentary. Yeah, so I, yeah, I want to get that. So I got I to gotta figure that out. I'm talking to a guy, right? But yeah, cool. Um, I want to talk about the finals. What'd you think of it? Oh, that was a great finals. Did you see the video we posted of the guy reacting? We went to my buddy's house for the. I don't think I saw Mark. That. No, I'll show you after. Anyways, you, you go. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah. That was. I thought. I thought. I thought Phoenix had it. I thought. I thought. I, thought my, I wanted CP3 to get one so bad. That's my guy, man. I thought I thought I thought CP was finna okay. get one, man. But yeah, it was a, it's a hell of a finals, and um, yeah, Milwaukee tough, man. <laughs> once 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 them three get going, Middleton, he man, he showed his ass <laughs> the whole playoffs. What does that mean? I mean, just killing. He <laughs> <laughs> said, "What does that mean?" You know I don't know. He <laughs> <laughs> know what that mean. <laughs> right, we we got to get him uh what the E forty books, right? Oh, yeah. You know what that book? What's that book called? What? Yeah, E forty got a book called Slanguage. <laughs> My buddy saw E forty in Los Angeles at a burger shop once. Sat right next to him. Yeah, E forty cool, forty water. <laughs> you ever see the video of him at a baseball game behind home plate? Yeah. In the foul ball. Yeah. And he tried to catch it, and he was late. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. He at all? He he a big time uh, sports supporter, supporter, right? He's always courtside at the uh, yeah, Golden State games. Yeah, that's dope, man. That's dope, and I love that the players fuck with him too, right? Mm. Yeah, a lot of them, a lot of them dudes grew up listening to E Forty, and, and you know, just for him to be there and supporting and supporting the league, and man, meeting the players, and that's crazy, man. It's time for a quick timeout brought to you by Crypto Vantage. Did you know that the hottest thing right now in the cryptocurrency world are NFTs, non-fungible tokens? Essentially, they represent digital art. For example, Rob Gronkowski created his own NFT and generated $2 million in sale. There's autograph deals right now with Tiger Woods, Derek Jeter, Wayne Gretzky, Tony Hawk, Serena Williams, just off the top of my head, that are allowing NFTs to skyrocket 
in the marketplace. Head on over to info.cryptovantage.com slash high button. Fill out the white paper at the bottom of the sheet. CryptoVantage will send you a free package that will educate you on NFTs and how NFTs are dealing in the sporting world. Remember, NFT, digital art. Essentially, digital art can be created as hockey cards for the new generation, basketball cards, football cards. Digital art is where it's at. NFTs are the market that you need to get into right now. Remember, info.cryptovantage.com slash high button. Fill out the white paper at the bottom of the sheet. CryptoVantage will send you a free information package that will allow you to be educated on the crypto world. Now, back to the podcast. I heard you had a calculator out the other day and you were calculating oh, your salary man. of how much you made in the NBA. If you converted it to Bitcoin, how much would you have made? It's saddening. How much? It's saddening. 118 billion. B or M? B. B A B. $118 billion. <laughs> wow. That's f- I- I- that's fucking crazy. <laughs> then I say, I was, and then I, and then my wife was telling me these numbers. I was like, "Are you fucking serious?" She was like, "Yeah, we did it the other day." I said, "Wow." And I thought, I said, I could have been a fucking billionaire. Like, what was I thinking back then? I could have had a podcast studio in the basement of your house. You probably wouldn't even have charged me. I could have just stayed there and done it. You would have had a mansion. That's crazy, yo. $118 billion. It is crazy how a lot of professional athletes right now are starting to recognize the switch and getting paid in cryptocurrency. Like It's, yeah. be- it's becoming that trustworthy that players are going, no, nah, I don't need cash. I'm going to I'm gonna get some Bitcoin. I'm going to get some Dogecoin. I'm going to get some. And they're diversifying their cryptocurrency portfolio in order to make more money in the Smart. long run. It's crazy. Smart. Especially, you know, you got to. You gotta you gotta follow you gotta change with the wave of the world, right? So that's the that's the new thing. That's that's you know a great thing. Yeah. Cryptocurrency, you know, no more no more no more counterfeit bills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't, you can't counterfeit a Bitcoin. <laughs> that's true. Or, or cryptocurrency, nope, can't do it. So. Thing, yeah. Everyone just wants to deal within it safely. That's all everyone, like, exactly. if there is still a concern, it's like, I just want to make sure I'm dealing with it safely. That's why CryptoVantage is great for allowing you to, like, read up daily articles on how to stay safe in it and keep yeah. your money. Yeah, keep you keep you informed, keep you up to date, let you know what's trustworthy, what's not trustworthy. You know, that's yeah. that's the that's the best thing you can do. So you want to follow a site that's going to yeah. give you the real yeah. and let you know what's real. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because there's so much scamming, scamming shit going on in the world with, tokens coming out every day is slow so it's like man is this a gimmick like what's really going on mm. like you know what i'm saying yeah it's true so yeah like every day it's a coin <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying so so it sounds like it's gimmicky like like well, hold up is this shit for real so you know crypto vantage can really sort that that nonsense out the bullshit out in bam and this is this is what you're gonna find the, the best information from right crypto vantage is the future eddie's not lying yeah Neither we own it we yeah, I'm, uh, we all own that. We own it. That is right. So, what are you doing the rest of the day? Oh man, I got, I got, I'm training. Um, young came in the, the night at the pit. In the north came, end. Yeah, the pit came and goes to grammar. Nice. Got potential. What does he have to work on? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> Everything. Okay. You know, that's just that's just what it is. You know, and I think and that's what I think about 
a lot of a lot of a lot of parents may think, oh, you, you you're good enough to do this, you're good enough to do that. You don't need that. Shit, you need that. You know, I I look at training like I I watch certain trainers. I watch certain trainers on on like 94 feet a game. The guy that works for the Lakers because he gonna teach some real shit. He gonna say some real shit like NBA related. So I learned like I'm still learning. I ain't finna sit here and be like, you know, I, I, I'm getting better too as a trainer. So I, I'm picking up on shit too that, you know, that I never thought about the, because they know the game more than I do because I, it, you know, it wasn't con- it wasn't built in me like that. You know, so I learned the game, but I didn't learn it until I had to learn it, if that makes sense. I know what which you mean. was junior college. So you know, I, I didn't pay attention to the game like that. But until I got to college, now I'm watching and and, and learning, and you know, you gotta, you know, and I tell these young players, don't 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 just don't just watch the game. How the fuck did he score? How was his body? How was his feet? How's this balance? How's this follow through? Like you just got you got to watch more than the game, and that was something that I did. You got to you know what I'm saying? That's how you and you add that to your game. Oh, I know shit, and and I try to and I give them examples of of players. Kobe Bryant don't hit 81 points in a game just throwing that motherfucking ball up and <laughs> and dropping his arm and 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 you know what I mean? He ain't doing that. Mm. He know he going he know he got the green light. Yeah, that's great. What you gonna do with it? You know you're getting shots. Do you just want to shoot the ball just because you can shoot it? Oh, I'm getting my shots up. Yeah. Or do you want to make them? And and I correct them every single time until I say perfect. If it's not perfect, I'm saying something. And majority of the time, like I got a player, Kyle. Right? I don't say nothing to him. Why not? <laughs> he locked in. <laughs> he gets it. He's he 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 ain't paying attention to how many you got. He ain't joking. He ain't playing. Shh, that boy, that boy, he 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 a sniper. How old's he? How Kyle's and he's he's young. He should be probably fifteen now, maybe. Wow, I can't even remember how old he. These kids so young, right? You would think they you would think they older, but they're not. Yeah, he a sniper. He I haven't seen look. I haven't seen him all. He he's one of my day ones. Like how we day ones. Yeah, he's my day one right from training. Right, so I I, I fixed his whole shot. Fixed his whole footwork, everything, right? This is a guy that I know I can I can guarantee money he's gonna win majority of these shooting drills. I'm guaranteed. He's he because because I see the focus in him. He ain't playing, he don't care how many you got, he worried about how many he got. Ten. Ten. This this is all he gonna this is all you gonna hear him saying. Ten. Ten. <laughs> he not joking with you, he not playing with you. And that's the focus you got to have. I think they just won the championship too in high school. What high school? Man. Oh, sorry. I can't even. I can't Don't worry even, about it. I can't even remember what high school we go to. Somewhere in Sackville, right? Okay. Lockview? Sackville High? It's probably one of those. Cool. Yeah, he down in the Sackville area. But yeah. So he been. Look, I ain't seen him all summer, right? <laughs> so he come to my session. And, I, and, it, and I've added. I've added. Obviously, I've added stuff. We ain't just doing the same stuff. We're doing mostly the same shooting, but I, I've, I add balls. Ball handling stuff too, right? Okay, Shooting sorry. off the dribble. Yeah. You got to be able to shoot off the dribble, right? So, and added combos. Now you're making two moves, three moves, right? So he saw that. He's never done this before. He locked right in. Picked up where he left off at. Winning game. Watching. 
pick it up. Good, good. That's all I'm saying. Perfect, perfect with him, right? So I think he won like the first five drills in a row. Mm. So I had one kid come to me. He say, he said, how long you been working with him? I said, oh, he a day one. You, you, I said, you may get one miss from him. <laughs> like, like seriously. Wow. You may get one miss from him. Kyle. He, he just locked in, Kyle. And, and what and actually what I and actually what we should start doing is right and and I just and I was thinking of this last night I need to start bringing one of my trainees on this podcast. Yeah, you do. Yeah, just so he can tell you, right? Yeah. You, you got to hear from me, right? Yeah. And he and he'll probably be one of my first ones I bring. And then it'll be a and then and then I got I got a line of them, right? Whose games that I've shots I've actually changed to where their scoring went up. That's a good idea. Yeah. We should mic you Proof up. If foot. you gotta put the headphones up, like you gotta, you can like do this. No, like, I'm good. I'm just, sure? yeah, I'm good. I'm okay. just moving them right. I want to like mic you up for a training session too. Like I don't know, we do that with like coaches every now and then. We'll like mic them up. Is it all good? The audio? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then well, we yeah, put like yeah. we chuck like a mic on you. Yeah, yeah. And then we can like listen to you talk to like the players and like the techniques yeah, that you're I'll teaching. Show, yeah, I'll show them. I'm, shit, I'm getting. Listen, man, I'm getting to work out every every time too. Hmm. It must be nice knowing that you're becoming better as a trainer. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. like the, don't get me wrong, the players are getting better, but you're getting better. Yeah, because I because because this is something I invest my time in, and I really I really want the kids to make it. I want them to be rich. I want them to make it to the NBA. If they don't make it to the NBA, they got to understand you can go somewhere else and make money. Mm. But just shit, get 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 money off of playing, doing something that you love. Right? This is your job. <laughs> At the end of the day, because now it's gonna be a business, yeah. Right. So now, 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 you, you, yeah, man. So and and the payoff is is absolutely worth it. And think about it; it becomes a business a lot sooner because if you go the college route, you can get paid in college now. Yeah, yeah. So it becomes Hell a business yeah. at sixteen, almost seventeen, eighteen. Like they are overseas, business minded, knowing how to deal with money at that age, rather than getting it when you're in your twenties. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Knowing about money, and that's a and that's a that's a that's a lot of things that I don't, that people don't talk about money enough, right? How to invest it, how to keep it, and yeah, especially with the youngins, right? Oh my god, I get mad at the education system so much. Well, I don't, I, yeah, I, I still really don't know everything no about real. money. But yeah, I, I mean, I, yeah. Out of high school, I knew nothing. Still don't really know a lot, but I'm I'm learning. Anyways, that's a whole different other conversation. Right. Um. Well, if we're coming up on an hour, Eddie. What time is it right now? How much time are we at? Yeah, we're at an hour. What's your situation like? Do you go? What time do you gotta go? You sure? <laughs> I'm paying this guy by the hour, so I worry. Hey, about him. Yeah, yeah, that's like, why he like, hey, no worries. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, no worries. He's getting Smart paid by thing, the hour. Right? Smart <laughs> thing. Um, uh, thoughts on the state of the NBA right now? I mean, it's, I mean, it's, I like the. I mean, it's, it's what it is, right? I mean, I like it. It's moving forward. It's progressing. Um. I like the end playoffs. Just another, just another added excitement to the game, right? I like that. I like that part of it. Yeah, I think that's something that that's something that you should, they should keep doing. That part, right? Mm. I like how every 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 team has a chance, right? Especially in that lower level, rather than just being out. Now you still got a chance to, mm. right? A lot of people are saying they're happy that uh, Milwaukee won this year because it was the first team in a long time where players didn't jump to one team and win. They're happy Giannis was there, he's drafted there, and he won there. 
and that hasn't happened in a long time. How do you feel about that? I mean, that's just that's just. I mean, he he just never left. Yeah, but I feel <laughs> I don't but, like I don't I don't I don't like the whole jump ship to go play with boom boom boom. I mean, if that's the only team that's that's that you can go to, you know what I mean? That that like like you know what I mean? Like, and it's free agency, man. That's all I would always say. It's free agency. Like it's that's just what it is. Like it's free agency. Once you're a free agency. <gasps> Once you hit that market, that means I can go anywhere I want to go to. It don't matter who's on that team. But, you know, people are going to assume you only went there because hmm. of such and such. But I think but I think what's changed in that aspect and why people think like that is because now people are, are just putting themselves in a better situation to win rather than taking money. Really? You think yes. people you think people really want to win more than they want to make money? Yeah, I believe that. So that's why it may look like oh they going with a super team. Nah, because nah, you're going to win now. Play I think players are positioning themselves into win rings now. Versus just get that bread. It's interesting how if you do win a ring, the endorsement deals that come after. Yeah. And and, and look, man, you want to be a fucking champion. Yeah. Shit, that's what this what you in it for. For the hardware. I believe it. All that other shit, you know that come with it. <laughs> but you want that ring. You say, shit. <laughs> you, you say you won an NBA championship? Man, you know, it's hard to get one of them, man. How close did you come? Charlotte. Lost the game to go to the finals. Game what, seven, seven. six? Against two? Milwaukee. In Milwaukee? In Milwaukee. We had they ass a game. We had they ass game six. We, we fucked it off. I already knew though because those chances of winning the game seven on the road, they be slim like that. <laughs> Do you know what year it was? Ninety. What was that? Uh, Could you look it up? No, look it up. Oh one, maybe. I just want to see if there's anything on YouTube. Right maybe it's two. Maybe it's two thousand and one. Type. So what would he? What would he type in? 2001 Hornets playoffs. Hornets playoffs. Hornets 2001. Playoffs, yeah, maybe I think it was 2001. Or was it two? Yeah, 2000. I'd say just go to YouTube. Year, yeah. Right? No, you got to go to YouTube. Hornets. It would be, yeah, are you in the Eastern Conference or Western? Eastern Conference. Eastern Conference. Fin no, it wasn't finals, semifinals. Finals. 2001. Yeah, but it was Eastern Conference Finals, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, I guess it would have been Eastern Conference Finals. Not nine, what year? 2000, you got to do 2001. Right there? Yep. No, that's, well, that's, that's and, yeah, that oh, wow, right. that is it. Yeah. Holy well, Jeff, that a boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. click it. He Just make sure it's he muted. Saw Paul Silas. He saw my coach. Really? Yeah, it's Paul Just go Silas. Just like the middle, unless it's showing commercials. No, no, no. Yeah, well, that's the playoffs. We all headband. Look at that. We all got headbands. That's a nice floor. We all got headbands. Is that Look, you right there on the bottom? No, you know I don't post up. That's Lee Nayland. <laughs> <laughs> David Wesley. Wow, BD, mash burn. This was after the trade, right? That nine, man, we had that nine player trade. Sam Cassell, killer. Wow. Ray Allen, Jesus, Shuttleworth. 
Glenn, Big Dog, Robinson. That was a foul. They did everyone. everyone Tim had, Thomas. Did, they was tough, bro. Why did everyone wear headbands on your team? Man, I got everybody wearing headbands. You were the first one wearing the headband? Who's out there? David Wesley. David Wesley. Ray Allen, look at Jesus. Wow, Ray Allen with the box. Fresh, fresh out of UConn. Was he, did he have hype around him coming out of college? Hell yeah. Did he? Good. I would try to find a clip of Eddie. Ray was nasty. Just like fast, no, let's just keep this. Just like kind of fast forward it a bit. Just like find I, a play. Let me see if I could get some. When are we subbing in? Would you even remember? Hell no. What chord is this? Oh, you're. Robinson, you're, right? Is that not that uh, Is that me? Bottom right, bro. Wait, let me see. Look at this. Where? Wait, right above the scoreboard. It comes out Robinson, 10 points, 7 rebounds. Yeah, that doesn't mean he's on the floor, though. That is you in the middle. Where? No, that's Mashburn. That guy's tall, too. That's Eldon Campbell, P.J. Brown. Just fast forward. Okay, so if he's not on the floor, Jeff, just fast forward. Not even fast forward. Like, click a different spot in the video. Just like, yeah, like right there. Just like keep clicking some places. No, that's not that hard. Yeah, maybe we can't find it. Sick floor, though. Was there another sporting team that played in that arena? The Sting. What's that? The Charlotte Sting, the WNBA team. Oh, yeah? Yeah, WNBA baby. They play on the same. They had a different floor. Uh, I think they swapped. I think they put the little. Like you they know just. What? I don't remember. I think the floor was the same. The floor. They didn't change. They might have put like a sticker think, down. Yeah, I think it was like yeah, it was Charlotte's thing, right? It's so cool to have this stuff like documented, just be able to go back and look at. How tough was it to guard AI? Man, he's quick as shit, man. Did he make you look? How do he make you look every now and then? What? No, I was on his ass. <laughs> you never. He won. never crossed me over. He, he gonna make me look bad on TV. He even crossed Michael Jordan over. Yeah, Michael fell for it though. You should have knew he was doing that. <laughs> do do do. He's setting you up right there. One two three, cross. One two cross. Yeah. Then he hit him twice. That's <laughs> yeah, all right. You don't have to look anymore. You tr you did your best. We'll work on that later. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna work on your YouTube skills, Jeff. <laughs> Yeah, um, you did your best. Uh, but yeah, just having that stuff documented, just to be able to show yeah. your kids one day. You know, yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. the coolest thing ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being at, being able to post it, right? Yeah, post it too. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah, man. You all right? Yeah, I'm good. All right. Um, I don't know. Well, unless I'm not asking anything, I should be asking. Mm -hmm. Anything you want to promote? Anything you want to say? What do I want to say? I don't know. Political stance? <laughs> Who'd you vote for? <laughs> Was your social oh, security no number? Who to, who to vote for. <laughs> I'm just joking. My wife has the voting right. <laughs> she know I don't know who to vote for. <laughs> but I think it's the guy that's changing the housing market, right? I thought that was NDP. What guy was that? What guy, huh? I thought NDP was trying to change the housing. Whoever that is. I think that's who she go mess with. Like lower rent? No, like... um. The um, what was it? PC. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Oh, yeah. Um, the bidding, right? I don't know. Not, was it the bidding? Fuck, I can't think of what it was. The guy that's the trying bidding to bidding, like the blind, bl the blind bidding, right? I don't, not that politically sound. Yeah, the blind bidding. Blind bidding. Blind. You know how like you know how like, just say me and you, me and you, right? Me and you got. The, interest on the same house right and we put a bid in you put a bid in i put a bid in and they'll come back and say 
You need to add more money. Oh no, we got we got one reply. We say, hey y'all, you guys need to sharpen your pencil. After we put a bid in the house, oh, the guy sorry. came back and I said, see. hey, you need to sharpen your pencil. Yeah. I'm like, well, how much how much do I need to sharpen it? Because I ain't gonna sharpen it to where I'm paying over a hundred thousand dollars, a hundred. Most people people are paying hundreds of thousands of dollars what? over asking price, bro. We ain't doing that. Dude, I have friends who are making good money and they can't even buy a house right now. Yeah, it's crazy. So I'm vote. So I think we voting for that dude who can come <laughs> in and, and change that. Like, yeah, that's a game changer. Okay, now I know. Now I know how I need to sharpen my pencil by by a hundred dollars versus a hundred thousand dollars. Because people are. That's what I mean by blindly bidding. I see what you mean now. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Because you never know what that number is. Yeah. Blindly bidding. Yeah, exactly. So it's, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, you, yeah. you're bidding on something that you really don't know what the number is. It could have took you twenty dollars to get the house. Yeah. Now you're gonna assume high because you don't know what the numbers are. It's just like bidding you're not for gonna a assume yeah. low. Yeah. It's like bidding for a business contract. You just you don't know what the number is, but you just chuck it out there. Exactly. So I didn't know that was a thing around here. Shit. That's crazy. Yeah, man. And 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 the, the places are like, and these are like townhomes. Are going for like three fifty, three forty nine, four hundred thousand. You know the ones that split in half yeah. and duplexes. I the, know, I know. Yeah, bro. Three forty nine. Yeah, because they're paying over. They don't know what the price is. They don't know what the number is. And they and we don't, and, and I I'm the type of person I'm like nah they running game. <laughs> Y'all running game. <laughs> Everything a hustle, man. Y'all running game. You, you mean tell me you can't tell me what the number is, and I and I hired you as my real estate agent. You don't know what the numbers is. Hmm. You know what the number is, but you ain't gonna say nothing because you want your commission to be high too. Yeah. So if I'm in the game, yeah, I understand it. I'm outside the game, yeah, and I understand it, and I know that's what it is. Hmm. <laughs> it's a hustle, yeah. man. It's the market it's here. Yeah, it's a hustle, man. I remember down in Florida like four years ago, and I was looking at some of the houses on the canal that were for sale, like beautiful homes, mansions. They're for sale for like three hundred thousand. They got a pool, two yeah, gourd yeah. garage, big home, big backyard, like three hundred thousand. I just moved down to Florida, start a basketball school. I'll start a podcast down there with you. <laughs> right, and that's a and that's the like, difference between the market over here versus in the states. Oh, in the states. Oh, you want three fifty? Shit, we'll give you three ten. <laughs> yeah. We'll give you three oh nine. We'll give you, you know, you 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 working the deal out. You ain't coming in here blindly. There's no way you can do that. That don't even make sense. So that that's why that's not even been a thing in the states. They talking about we thought that was a thing in the states. Never. And I done sold houses and bought houses. No, that's never been a thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you want that? You, oh, you want that much? No, nah, you ain't getting that. Hmm. We'll offer you this. And then you start negotiating a price from there, but you know the numbers. And 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 there ain't no there 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 will be not there won't be no blind bidding because we're gonna tell you who who got, who bidding the most because that's gonna be the person who you sitting in front of. Mm. It's not gonna be another person where you're sitting there where this person said this much and you're sitting with me. Mm. No, this is the person that you're gonna do the deal with, right? Mm. So it ain't no that that's that's crazy because they can't sit down with you and wager another person's what they would have paid. That's what you know what I mean? Because you can't do that. Yeah. That's because they can do it. That don't mean I can. Yeah. But you sit down with me, though, right? So that means you want, you want what I'm offering. <laughs> you know, but here it's like, I don't know what the numbers are, so can't do that. We got to figure that out. All right, Eddie, wrap it up. We got the dogs home now. Oh, yeah, I hear them. I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> But um, 
You're the man. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate it, you're, man. You're, anytime, you're man. welcome you know, this, back. Anytime. Yeah, anytime, man. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy the pit. Enjoy training. That's going to be uh, a hot one. I was going to say, you were sweating on the way in here. Yeah. I got to start wearing black. <laughs> I train in white tees. I'll still be soaked, though. It's just the sun, right? You got to get some flower t-shirts. These breathe great. You train <laughs> basketball in these. is great. All right, everyone right. listening, thank you very much, man, uh, for, for tuning in. Uh, make sure to like uh, High Button Sports. Follow us. Follow Eddie. What's your so give? Want to plug your social media? Uh, at at Erod thirty two thirty two, all platforms. There you go. Follow that. Enjoy your week. Have fun. Work hard. Work on your feet. Work, and we are out. Peace. Peace. Hey, slip slide, trying to provide for me, for me, for me. Find me somewhere out in London. You know that's the hideaway. I need some head and some more support from you right away Since I've been making donations to you like United Way You know I do Stories you told me about him, I can see that it's night and day you told me the truth Walking from here to my bedroom and feel like it's miles away There's too many rooms And I'm still hard, buddy I don't feel nobody And I'm with some riding on my friendship Solid, I get big deposits on my whips exotic Revin the engine, wow, city dependent I gotta finish it, I want opinions, wow She wanted things, yeah She want a ring or some sort of arrangement, yeah Something that's dangerous I wanna change it, I wanna claim it, yeah I wanna paint it, yeah She quick to say no cause she know she a diamond, yeah. She getting quiet, yeah. She on the diet, she want a massage, yeah I'm Trying to get intimate, yeah. Bank account never diminishing, yeah Niggas are changing their images, yeah Niggas act hard but they innocent, yeah. Hop in the tank and move militant, yeah Find me somewhere out in London, you know that's the hideaway I need some head and some more support from you right away Since I've been making donations to you like United Way You know I do Stories you told me about him, I can see that it's night and day You told me the truth Walking from here to my bedroom and feel like it's miles away There's too many rooms and I'm still hard, buddy. I don't feel nobody. And I'm with some riding on my friendships. Solid, I get big deposits on my whips. Exotic, trunk all the engine. I'm on a mission. The Bronco 250, I'm out your division. I got him excited. Know it's been a little minute. I love her delighted. Made her love off a crown horn. He sucker despite it. The touch is the Midas. She say, fuck me and come. I just do it. I love her, but Nike. Order the ginger for you and your friends. Show for you running that big body bins. Got a little bit that came up from nothing. We shopping in London and doing it big. Man, they proper, but we out in public. I know we the topic for you and your kids. Life Monopoly gon' blow not an option. If they could've stopped it, it would've been dead. They would've been dead. She could be the wig. Don't play with my hands. You test my emotions. Don't be testing my phone every day. I'ma leave it on red. Don't dig in and stroke it. My new bitch pussy wet like an ocean. I need a new spread. The silent one chosen. I'm gon' wanna stay focused. I can't let them put me on edge. Can't put me on edge. I just bust out my wrist and this rose go in and say it. I just put pointers on feet. I just counted to me and all cash and got hit from the feds. Yeah. I just told them if we played, then we stopped in the growth for the dreads. I just had to put the pyramid. Push that I'm never gon' drive them to shit. Little panoramic doors, we got foes and dudes Toast on the big dog on my coast Like Roman is with the scopes Ain't telling this bitch my ghost Had a living at the Montrose I'm a people to play or not pole Yeah, I've been thinking about selling my soul Take me out the country and drop me in apartments You won't see me cry 
I just put macaroni cheese in my pocket and it came with the size. I just put 20 mil inside an extra rod, don't give a fuck about your life. You had a buzz, but that shit was too little, I promise you never was high.